All right, so like right before that. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think it's super important that we're like second by second. Uh, in no, second I, I think, I think we'll the thing is, minute differences will propagate as the film goes on. So. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm watching it in its uh, PAL format because. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I prefer the second director. That's a different right? frame rate, isn't it? <laughs> I have it on again. Yeah. yeah, so there will be a, sli- a slight difference. Dallas 25. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, before we, we dive in, do you think we should explain to any potential listeners what we're actually doing? Potentially. Probably. It's probably a good idea. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, this is Cinema Excelsior, and uh, it's it's that time of year where we count our blessings and reflect on the poor life choices that we have made that have led us to this this dismal end. Uh, it's it's the holiday season, and uh, what better way to celebrate than for the second year in a row, uh, returning to uh, that that Yuletide classic. Uh, George Lucas's 1986 opus, Howard the Duck. Um, Flux, or however his name is pronounced, Opus. Yes. Oh, we just lost Dooge. We just lost Dooge. A wish for wings that work. Fluck? <laughs> I don't actually know how his name is pronounced. Hayek? Yuck. I'm going with Hayek? Yuck. I'm going with like how you would write out uh, the noise Curly oh, makes on the Three Stooges. Yuck, yuck, yuck. All right. Yuck, yuck, yuck. This might be racist. So Dooge is back. Um, yes, so Howard the Duck. Uh, we last year did our HD remaster of this episode where we watched <laughs> the film and then talked about it. Yes. Um, this year we're, we're doing something different. We are, uh, for the first time in Cinema Excelsior history, we are going to watch the film as we talk about it. So we, we have Howard the Duck queued up. Uh, in our, our multiple locations, if you're playing along at home, uh, Dark Side of the Moon style, your synchronization point is right as the old style Universal MCA logo fades out. And we're going to uh, we're going to watch this film and talk about it. You'll hear us talking, but you won't hear or see the film. You have to provide that on your own. Um, does anyone want to say anything before if we If you want to. Yes. You don't actually have to watch the film. You could just listen to us do commentary. You don't have In to fact, if you're driving, I recommend that you do not watch the film. <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> or if you yes, listen to please. it while working. If you're driving, Unless you're please a cop, and then you can probably just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I would like to just say that we blocks. dedicate this absolutely absurd podcast to Gloria Katz. Uh, co-writer of Howard the Duck and writer yes. of Indiana Jones and the mm-hmm. Temple of Doom and American Graffiti, who we unfortunately lost this year. Yep. Uh, the, the, and the, the late, great Gloria Katz. Please do not judge her just for this film. Uh, m- many contributions to, to American pop culture. Yeah, yeah she, she actually did quite a lot of great things. He wrote uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to credit uh, Joel Hodgson for creating this uh, entertainment format that we're about to butcher. Yes. Uh, and all of his compatriots <laughs> from the MST3K crew who refined it. Joel, uh, if you're listening, please don't just against us and hire me. I'm sorry, Joel. And many a hill. We can also credit Duck do, do us Blart as we at least internally were calling us the, Till Duck do us Blart. Till uh, Duck do part. us part. Yep. The yeah. thing is, if we credit that, we're sort of implicitly making a commitment that mm. I don't know. Do we want to go as I'm, far? I'm as not ready to make that commitment yet. Part? I'm not ready to make that commitment yet. Maybe sure. next year. Any, 
Oscars and we have to like Well, I'm gonna be watching this movie in some form every year without you guys though. I own just it sad and alone in an I... empty house with a TV that doesn't work, just talking to pine cones and squirrels. It's a fairly I accurate description of my future life. Uh, rides out the apocalypse. He's going to do some interesting stuff. Are we ready? Uh, we are ready. Right. We're as ready as we're going to be. Stephen, count it down. All right. We're no uh, pausing after this. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go on zero. So ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. He said, "Go on one." Duck. <laughs> water. Yeah. Water. It's definitely water. And George Lucas George. is definitely presenting it. <laughs> what? Is this on... Two moons. That's how we know we're on a different world. <laughs> yeah, because this takes place on Tatooine. Tatooine has multiple suns, you idiot. That's true. <laughs> you you learned me. Lucas, Lucas got really confused in uh, film school. Yeah. He thought that someone had given a direction that in order for it to be a real movie, it has to start with two moons. Hmm. Is the font in the credits shaded the same way as it is for the Indiana Jones films? Apropos of nothing, he's got a very nice apartment. It's very tasteful. He have a quite nice apartment. The rent's pretty good on Duck Planet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's what to say. It's rent-controlled. Those, those rent-controlled ducks. I'm figuring out if my subtitles are working or not. He hasn't said anything yet. Well, he just said chimpanzees. May Nest and W.C. Fowls. I want to know who got the great job of making all these duck-themed, like, posters, because they were clearly having a lot of fun. It was someone's job. They all look like they're from the 30s or 40s. Always they? remember that it's somebody's oh. job. It's somebody's job to make or procure everything that we see. Someone gets paid to do this. Someone got paid to make this. This thing and right here. Go. Someone got paid. To the question, yes, that does seem to be more or less the same uh, coloration. Yeah. Uh, all right, there we go. My subtitles are working. Thank God. Duck World has the same phone numbers as uh, as we do, Stru structure as we do. Five, five, five. Klondike five. Though maybe on Duck World, five, five, five is a working uh, whatever that sequence of numbers is called. Hmm. A, yeah, uh, if anyone uh, on Duck World ever sees this movie, then uh, they're going to get to check. Okay, who is Willy Waddle? I really... Uh, this film is he's, late. He's this world's Willy Wonka, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, John Barry! He's <laughs> <laughs> got a nice little bar selection. By Howie, which I don't think he goes by ever on uh, Earth. Oh, it took me... For some reason, it took me a minute to realize you were talking about Howard the Duck, and I thought you were arguing that John Barry went by Howie. <laughs> John Howie Barry. <laughs> Wait, we're talking dance. about Howie Barry? Yep, Howie Barry. Monster's Ball. How Howie Barry. Yeah, yes, yes. won an Oscar for it, right? Yeah, she won an Oscar for this. So what's a Waddle's Ball would work? Can we think of any celebrities with a name that sounds like Waddle? Willie actually... Waddle. Willie Waddle. There's Waddles the pig from Gravity Falls. That's there a different Waddle. But I guess he wasn't doing movies at this point. Oh, that's right. The jockey cream. Oh, yeah, the flat top. <laughs> Boy, Howard's eyes have not aged very well. <laughs> the rest of him looks great. I mean, he's got a lot of duck's feet around his eyes. <laughs> oh, I see. 
the the thing he, that, that one has colored hair. Do you realize that? That like look, he's got the colored hair on the side oh, of yeah, his head. He's, he's got male. Well, he's got male pattern baldness. A bunch of them do. It's true. Like Howard's the only one who just seems to have like a tuft of feathers. But like the flat top Jock Bird had like mm -hmm. a clear. This Why one... is that? Is that a robot play doc girl? Oh, Maybe it's in the style of that Japanese artist that does like the cyborg sexy ladies. Yeah. So many questions. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we. Have you seen some duck boobs? There are duck boobs on the screen. The thing ducks apple was lay eggs. They don't nurse their young. It's just like <laughs> those lizard people in Doctor Who. Why do all lizard women have breasts? The thing that's going to continue uh, to plague oh, me oh. every time I watch this movie is who was this for? <laughs> it's just for boobs. More duck boobs. Is this yeah. just? Do you think that George Lucas is just like? Kind of a disturbed man. I think it, in 1986, there's a definite case for that. <laughs> I mean, anecdotal evidence is that pretty much anybody who worked in Hollywood during the 80s was on just truly heroic amounts of cocaine. So, well, also, when did uh, when did his really bad divorce with his wife go? It was through, shortly it? before this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was before, right before Temple 83, of Doom. 84. Yeah, yeah, 83, 84. So, like, when did Temple of Doom come out? 84. 84. Yeah. Okay. And the planet is egg-shaped, ladies I... and gentlemen. In yep. space. Screaming in the vacuum of space. <laughs> it's cool that that, uh, that funnel of energy kind of just dissipated when he was away from the planet. Just kind of cracked know, right? him out into the void. <laughs> yeah. Just, just pooped him right now out. Now he's just on pure velocity. <laughs> Do you think any of this is recycled from, uh, from Star Wars? Like that asteroid field? I was trying to see if like I recognized any shots in particular. Well, this yeah. is this is maybe recycled from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Or maybe from That's Time Bandits. No, this was the inspiration for 2001 A Space Odyssey, That's wasn't how, it? Yeah, because that came out in 2001, and this came out in 1986. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, that was a documentary that was filmed in real time and then sent backwards on the monolith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh now the another tornado back. for him. Yeah. yeah, he's just getting passed from tornado to tornado. <laughs> I mean, really, it, the same thing happens in the Thor movies. Yeah, totally. It's an Einstein-Rosen yeah. bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, you want, if, if they ever want to try and do a grand unified MCU, absolutely. Yeah. But how do you explain how this guy turned into the Seth Green Howard the Duck? Uh, he, uh, he molted. <laughs> okay. And got a lot skinnier? Put on a red suit. Yeah, it's, it's not like the that doctor, hard to put on a red suit. <laughs> yes, it okay. is. Have you tried? <laughs> oh my god, eighties, eighties criminals, guys, eighties criminals. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm realizing that my subtitles, my subtitles only give me the sound effects. It's not actually. Giving... <laughs> 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 Don't no. change anything. No, wait, no, never mind. I guess, I guess it was just giving me like growls it was and sound effects to be seen. Yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah, Okay, no, that looks like, like Harold Ramis. That looks a I'm lot like Harold Ramis, Harold actually. Blade? Yep, Her Harold Wood and oh, Harold yeah. Ramis also yeah. kind of look like each other. <laughs> that costume don't Were these rejected shots from uh, Star Trek IV The Voyage Home? I think they're rejected <laughs> shots from Hobgoblins. <laughs> They're rubbing puppets on us. Okay, I don't need to be quoting MST3K Do all duck pants have a space cut for the tail? No, no, it's just a style. 
I mean, yeah, presumably. I mean, I would think that if you were a a species of bipedal humanoid animals and you still had a tail, the tail would get a hole, would it not? If we can accept that reality. Um, and I can. We've just seen it uh, painted in such vivid detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I, I really feel like sign? I everything about Duck Planet. Yeah, I It's egg-shaped. It's egg-shaped, they have pores, they have boobs, they have movies yeah. they're very, very similar to us. What's not they do is that Juliette Lewis? Uh, is that Biker Juliette Lewis? Juliette Biker. Lewis would have been like 15 at this point. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem more, with that. If anyone's going to be a biker at 15, don't you think it was Juliette Lewis? For listeners who are not actually watching along, or if we just... Has that... Wait, that, do we... Do we want to have like the opposite of a of a deaf translator, where someone, one of us, is just narrating the entire? They're film? singing in a club. He's in yeah. a trash can, peering out of a fan. which they can play simultaneous to this one. Yeah, so that they'll know what's going on while they hear us. Yeah, on you, it. We'll, we'll mix it so you got one track Only in if the we left do ear, like a weird right sort of German Sigmund Freud voice. Yes, Hunger City. Mm. <laughs> now that there's a band, uh, they all look like your mother. It's <laughs> the father's. The duck has fallen asleep in the trash can, which represents a yamic sort of vaginal space. Yes, because the duck, we all associate with the egg. And with the egg, you know, we all associate with breakfast, which is how you begin your meals in now the day. she's being accosted by two puffs, one of whom wears a baller hat and has weird little baby heads on his jacket. I believe that there are some people who would call these mods. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't keep up with the children these days. Uh, is there in- a possibility that the universe of Howard the Duck is the same as the alternate 1985 Back to the Future 2 Hill Valley? Oh, are you actually arguing uh, that this is right Lorraine book? McFly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, did you see how hard she punched that guy in the face? That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Email creature go. God. Her hair is crimped to within an inch of its life. <laughs> and she is she is into Howard from jump. Did you see the look oh, yeah. on her face? No hesitation. Oh yeah. Holy shit, I'm this I really can't get over the baby heads. The hell out of this duck. The baby I really can't get over the baby heads on that guy's jacket. I never noticed oh them God. before. Yeah, no, it's a great look. Do you, uh... I want to cosplay that this guy. That this movie foresaw the furry movement? I think this movie foresaw the uh, original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, because as I'm watching all of these street toughs, I can only... That was a weird emphasis to, like... <laughs> weird part of that word to emphasize. But I'm just thinking of Sam Rockwell in uh, the Ninja Turtles film. I, I forgot that he's in that. He's like he's like I think there's yeah. a very 1970s, 1980s idea of what a street punk looks like, and we see yeah. it here. We see it in Death Wish. Uh, Death Wish. We see it in like uh, the the guys at the beginning of Terminator. There's a very sort of weird avant-garde aesthetic yeah. that uh, street punks in yeah, 19, yeah. 1980s they're part of all. All the street Into punks it. are like moonlighting as fashion designers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to say that I think that the original Ninja Turtles film looked significantly more realistic than this in terms oh, of yeah. like its rainy alleys. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. This looks clearly shot on a lot. 
Yeah, but I. No, I'd but that's just Cleveland. I wonder how popular that is. Like, did, I forgot did, it takes place in Cleveland. Did anybody who worked on this movie work on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Because I imagine a lot of the technology would be more. Or less I imagine. Than, uh, I what year was this? Eighty six. This was eighty six. Um, eighty four so years different. Four. Yeah, five. It, it does. TMNT ninety. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, TMNT um, was I, uh, I the Henson Workshop. It was the Henson. Okay. Yeah. I think this was the Tim Hansen there. workshop. <laughs> the I mean, Tim like, Hansen workshop. It's not like there's no overlap between Lucas Arts, Lucasfilm, and and Jim Henson. I mean, Yoda oh, alone, yeah. but I feel like the turtles look significantly better than this duck. Well, it's... this duck <laughs> looks freakish and yeah, weird. We four years of work, and we have you know a, a, a better team working for like this kind of oh. practical. Also, and this, I feel like the, the, it's probably the, easier to make a turtle's face look appealing than a duck. I think that's part of it, but I, I mean, also like a little behind-the-scenes trivia. So the original duck that they cast in the Howard role had to drop out <laughs> about a week before filming because of uh, he, he fell ill and they had to replace him. Whereas those turtles had a full year of prep time that they could get ready for their <laughs> He fell ill and had to go to rehab. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He fell somewhere. You know how those Hollywood ducks are. <laughs> oh, Leah Thompson! And this was this was like the career momentum killer for Leah Thompson. It yeah, makes me very of. sad. Like obviously the Back to the Future movies, and she was in one of the Brat Pack movies. I can't remember which one. And she was in Red Dawn uh, with Jennifer Red Dawn. Gray. A lot yeah, of people like, came it, out of Red Dawn really good. Yeah. And I think she she she's had anyone else color like She had Caroline in the City, and I think that was a reasonably successful TV show. But... Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. it was on for several seasons. I don't know how successful it was. Yeah. So she did Red I, Dawn. I, I, she did I, I, Back I, I, to the Future. Space I think Camp. Caroline in the City did a lot better than we than we would. Well, imagine. I mean, I watched it for this entire run as a child. Yeah. So also, anything, well. that was, anything that was on must see TV was doing insane numbers at that time. Yeah. So. Was that must see TV? I forgot that. Uh, I thought it was a Monday you, night. You watched it show. for years on end. It was must see for you. Was... <laughs> God, it was. But I also watched <laughs> Suddenly Susan. So I'm kids not love to, Suddenly I'm not the Susan. Best barometer for that age. All right. So for those of you watching at home, Howard and Leah Thompson are now in her very spacious. Uh, loft apartment no, that look, it looks it. like the kind of place that uh the neon henchmen in joel schumacher's batman movies would hang out yeah that's accurate except like let's neon. there's not enough like day glow uh spray paint but yeah Leah Thompson it's doesn't, say, it's very, but it's still it's definitely in the meatpacking district oh yeah at this point in time in the 80s all of cleveland was a meatpacking district though <laughs> According to this, during its first season, Caroline in the City was the fourth highest rated show on television. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's doing fine. Good good for Lance Thompson. I have had way too many conversations about Caroline in the City in the last month. (laughs) Well, good. Uh, There were only only 97 episodes made. Didn't uh, didn't that magic 100% occasion? I think that's one less than News Radio. I think News Radio had 98. Never been around a, a, a... an aquatic American. <laughs> <laughs> they have their little poo poos. <laughs> an aquatic American. 
<laughs> so I heard recently that, that duck reproduction is terrifying. That what is terrifying? That ducks are awful to each other. Oh yeah, you guys heard that? Oh, yeah. D- oh, ducks, yeah. ducks are malicious, nasty little creatures. Okay. They, uh, I'm, ducks, I'm, geese, I'm looking swan. at my I'm looking at my ornithologist wife, and she's nodding vigorously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They have like spring loaded. Uh, oh God. Yeah, I showed us all that last year. And oh, you you would not show that to me for the first time. I had seen that before. Uh, also, <laughs> Whoa. If they find another dead duck, they will necrophiliacally rape the corpse. This is just what they do. Holy shit! Ducks are terrible. Yeah. But great at Christmas. The animal kingdom has an entirely w- different I code will, of ethics. I will be roasting a duck uh, eight days from now for my Christmas I think dinner. we're roasting a duck right now. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. I got another bell. Yeah, I got, I got a new bell. He has two bells. No, no, I want the stereo ding. Stefan Two Bells Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Two Bells Jackson. Howard just yeah, said his parents wanted him to be bell. a doctor. Yeah. Why didn't they want him to be a doctor? Hey, oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I like just, it's right there. They, 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 they still need doctors on uh, <laughs> in Duckburg or wherever he's from. <laughs> Duckburg. I also like the it's not a town. It's a planet. In like twenty minutes, that was the first thing he designed. At he was just waiting for a missed duck pun. I mean, D- Derek's really enjoying the film. I mean, there's, okay. there's a lot going on. I'm, I'm ashamed to say, in the moment, my close attention to it. <laughs> He's a copywriter. <laughs> He's a copywriter who is also writing about like French ducks. So. Again, we talked yes. about this last year, but I really want to emphasize the, the the logical leap that we're being asked to make is not that there are anthropomorphic ducks out there on a planet. It's that their entire society evolved absolutely as a mirror image of ours. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. They have right down to the duck breasts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do we actually, I mean, other than the planet being egg-shaped, I, do we know for a fact that these uh, ducks hatch from eggs? Which uh, one, one more? That is a good That's question. Good I don't more. think we ever see. Sorry, any, like... that is a question. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, so okay. To go off topic here, uh, Ducktales. The, the new Ducktales explicitly makes it clear that Huey, Dewey, and Louie hatch from eggs. We see pictures of them as eggs. Okay. Um, characters refer to them as being remembering them from when they were just little eggs. Um, and I'd have to rewatch it. I don't think they give any of the female characters like the the boobs essentially that are, um, are, so, you, are you implying that the generally made for children ducktales uh television <laughs> series is not showing gratuitous duck breasts at every opportunity no but i recently learned that disney actually onboards people who are new who are like new animators by saying look you need to ups- understand up front people are going to make porn out of your stuff <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate He's from Washington, D.C. Yep. They could probably just call it Washington, D.C. I mean, the marsh is just implied, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. duck strict of or Columbia. Be, or it could be Washington, <laughs> D, lowercase u, c, lowercase k. That's better. I mean, the United States again, of Washington. It's, again, George Washington evolved on this planet. Ah, oh, God. Howard, leave that in a wrapper. Oh. Well, yeah, why is it an unwrapped condom of all the things? Yeah. 
That's for, not sanitary or safe. Yeah. For those of you watching at home, um, you'll you'll understand what that was. <laughs> those of you not watching at home, she just rough, rifled through her his wallet and found an unwrapped condom. That thing we all have in our wallet. Yes. <laughs> all, all of you, like I go down, and all all of you like stopped, and then I heard most of your voices at once. And it sounded eerily like GLaDOS from Portal. <laughs> yeah, I've had that. I've had that happen yeah, I, I actually turned off everyone's videos because it was getting too much for my poor bandwidth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good I, idea. I can't see you anymore. Let's see. Hmm. I don't want to actually hang up. Recorders, cassettes, video games, software. <laughs> Just puts them in a plastic right. bag. But... I mean, look, okay, so you've got the cabbie here. And by the way, the cabbie, great mustache, great jacket. Big props to the cabbie. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I admire the cabbie's willingness to look the other way. I feel like in today's uh, Uber driver economy, the Uber driver would try to talk to the trash bag. But back in the days <laughs> when cabbies ruled the streets, they would know better than to dig into this woman's business. Why isn't the first thing that happens when you get into an Uber, they ask Jesus, you if Tim you Robbins want any tall. conversation? Yes. Like, do you like this music? Do you want to talk? Those are the only two questions that I want to be asked without, like, being consulted. Jesus, Our Tim pal Robbins Tim so Robbins tall. just showed up Oscar on his way to Robbins. He's... I, 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 I know I point this out a lot, but Jesus this Christ, This guy probably really comes in here every man. single day yeah. and does this. Yep. Tim Robbins. What are they looking at? <laughs> I seem to remember last year we talked about how, in many ways, Tim Robbins is kind of the worst part of the film. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Okay. And in the first 30 seconds that we see him, that, that that's just instantly kind of jogged my memory yeah. about his yeah, first impressions that turns out to be true. And I, I have liked Tim Robbins in things before. He's not an actor I particularly get excited about, but I have liked him in things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's much better than this. Yeah. And, and I don't yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel bad for him in this film because this was looking at uh, Wikipedia. This was his fifth film. He was, I was about to ask. Yeah, he was, uh, he was like 25, or, uh, no, 27 years old. Um, like I, I'm not going to blame the guy for making a the, the career choice to play a role in a George Lucas production in his late 20s that might have seemed a little off the wall. But also, right. you were asking earlier, like, who is this film for? And maybe he thought this was for kids. And I feel like this performance makes more sense in a kids movie than it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, but like he would... again, if he had not seen the duct tits, he might have every reason to think that this movie is uh, aimed at children. And also, in the 1980s, a movie could still be aimed at children and have duct tits. So, I, again, I feel like it's his true. performance, like if this were in, if he were doing this in like a Spy Kids movie, for instance. Mm -hmm. This would be he would be pitching in this at pretty much the right level of energy. You, you Wasn't that the, the, more the working name for the original Spy Kids film? Wasn't it going to be called Duck Tits? Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Well, you don't contrast it with the with the more refined performance of, uh, for instance, David Warner in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: The Secret of the Universe, playing a very similar role. But that man is his audience. Yeah. Oh, I get it. They're both David Warner. I'm gonna need another, oh. another beer to get through this film. I'll be back in a second. Uh, I trust I won't miss it. You're about, but you're about to miss the progression of ducks. Oh, you're right. You're right. I do. I do have to. You're right. for the progression of ducks yep. or whatever it's called. Yep. So we're in Cleveland. Is that yeah, right? I think it's called March of the Ducks. Can I just say, Tim Robbins is, has amazing flexibility to get down that low to talk to the the duck. He was in his because 20s. he's seven feet tall. Yeah, he's, he's six <laughs> yeah. foot five. Like he's enormous. He's a tall, tall man. Yeah. The man progressed man. from monkey to man. Me, for instance. Instead <laughs> of that progress. All right, so is the problem with this film in conception or execution, guys? <laughs> um, I mean, we talk. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. I love it. Yes. And one duck has really weird arms. <laughs> yeah. Please, an I, egg, I, Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah. This guy's supposed to be a I, scientist. I think we discussed this last time that one of the main problems of this movie is that like halfway through it starts having a plot and that's when yeah. things go Oreo fast. The, the plot that this movie should have had is that it should have been uh, a kind of uh, uh, Inherit the Wind style drama where they were arguing about duck creationism versus uh, ink to duck evolution. Or like a, a, a measure of the man, that Star Trek episode yeah, about whether yeah. or not Data has personhood. Does, does, yeah. Howard, ha does Howard have legal rights? Yeah, that right. could be that would be interesting. Instead of the weird sort of Lovecraftian, like, oh my God, we're summoning something from the depths of space. Mm. This pedophile's gonna summon him that we end up with. <laughs> right, like, yeah. I mean, like, you could just know on Howard the Duck Noir film, where like, you know, he's actually like in the seedy streets and like maybe accidentally wandering into a mystery. That'd be fun. I think it is when, yeah. like, the weird Lovecraft thing comes down that this this really gets off the rails. I genuinely believe that there are several good Howard the Duck films out there. That it is not, yeah. like, a tall task to make a, a passable Howard yeah. the Duck film. You uh, mean but also possible good films? Or yes, it's possible. You, you I'm, don't I, mean that I'm not suggesting you do that there genuinely are believe that they the already rap, exist. It's yeah. some kind of Santa Claus realm, right? Yeah. But also, I think I think it's important to remember that like it took Hollywood a long time to figure out how to do comic book movies. Mm -hmm. Like Sp Superman comes out and it's a big hit, and they spend the next like 15 years going, maybe it's comic strips. Maybe we should be making Dick Tracy and Brenda Star movies. Don't forget Popeye. And they fucking Robert did. They did Popeye, they did yeah, the Star, they did the uh, Shadow, they did uh, the Phantom. They I did... mean, at this point, we're still three not, years I'm away from Batman. On this end. Yeah. It's just, oh, I'm still... Hi, dude. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm not muted. I'm talking to Hillary. Hold yeah. on, I'm going to mute. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's just a lot of weird sort of missteps in that first part of, like, when they're, they're trying to recapture the success of Superman and, like, right before sort of Batman... <laughs> Uh, maybe sort of finally nails a superhero movie. The British, like they they made a say, like they made a Swamp Thing movie in the eighties. That was one of the very first comic books that they adapted yeah. in, in the eighties. And I love I Swamp say, Thing, but that's a weird choice. The British well, it's weird about the like some of the things that you mentioned, uh, Nick, is that 
the shadow is fairly straightforward to make into a into a comic book movie because yeah. the shadow is just a superhero like his he's his his source material is slightly different but you know rich dude superpowers mm. criminals yeah yeah no go. absolutely did someone oh. say something about uh cuz i i feel like there's a difference between doing a comic book movie and doing a superhero movie yeah and, yeah I, no uh, i think that's well, fair I mean, but like, again i the think shadow is a fair, we were saying it's like the shadow could be very easily turned into a movie. There shouldn't be an issue no. there, but you're correct, and it's not a comic movie, but it is a superhero movie. Now, but before we yeah. go on, but I also I don't this, think this, this is, is a superhero movie. No, it isn't. But this is yeah, a but again, this, I, is a, this is a good vein of discussion. But I do want to point out for the listeners at home, uh, Howard is being accosted by someone <laughs> at the Department of Unemployment, uh, mm-hmm. who is utterly nonplussed by the fact that he is a talking duck, but yes. thinks that he is a troublemaker. Um, well. He, he is. Yeah, he is, is she the nurse at Ferris I mean, Bueller's high school? Oh, good. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. But to go back to what dudes was saying, no, but I, th- that's sort of part of my point. Is like when they when they first sort of start figuring out with Superman in 1979, and then eventually uh, Batman in 1989. Like these movies are successful, we need to replicate them. It takes them a while to figure out that superhero is the thing they need to be replicating, and then there's this weird period in the like throughout the '80s and even into the early '90s where they're making a lot of movies that feel very strange now. Given like, well, obviously it should be a superhero movie, but they make this, they make Dick Tracy, they make Brenda Starr. Brenda Starr was made. Why would you make a Brenda Starr movie? I gotta, I gotta hit pause for a minute. I'm not not on the recording, but just to talk about this, because Derek asked the question, if this was the nurse in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the answer is yes. The Oh, God, I forgot this place. The actress's name is Virginia Capers, and she won a Tony Award for Best Actress for A Raisin in the Sun. This is, this is really, I think we talked about her last year. We might have. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, for, for those listening at home, Bester, describe yes. where Howard, Howard is. All right, he's, do you know in Seven where the uh, lust victim dies? He is currently in that space. It is a, uh, it is a hot tub, porno, love hotel, brothel sort of thing. And he's about to be tossed into a mud pit, if I remember correctly. He's a water expert. This is why he's apparently been hired at this no doubt under the table uh, shady job. There's no way that this is not the same space that the lust victim in seven happens. I think that there is a um, <laughs> something, if we're trying to really understand what this film is trying to say. Excuse me. It was a jacuzzi. It was not a mud pit. Is the, I feel like there's a mud pit at some point. Am I misremembering? No, not, in, not in this film. They couldn't afford to get that suit that dirty. There's, okay. There might be a mud pit later in the... Uh, the Lava of love. No, no, no. See, there is a mud oh. pit. Oh, you're right. There you're, is right. you're right. You're right. But it's important. Okay, but Howard doesn't go into it. No, the other no, no, guy goes no. The into duck it. does not go What there's is box. this space... Do these do this do these businesses exist? Where can I go for this? I want to propose. Cleveland. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, Cleveland. I want to propose. Cleveland. To, to I, the, to I, the, yeah, I, I, I could. I we mean, could be having sex in a mud pit right now. Why are we in not? Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, from what I have heard, Cleveland rocks. Yeah, yeah. All the little chicks <laughs> of the current. Yeah. Um, yeah. So t- two, Living in sin with a safety pin. Two things here. Um, n- number one, I think to understand what this film is trying to say, you have to accept the fact that some people are horrified by Howard's appearance and some people are instantly accepting of him. 
And I think that it says more about them than it does about Howard. And that's an important It's almost like a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Howard is a a mirror for the secret world inside anyone around him. Yeah, Howard is in all of us. But Uh, also, again, I feel like... For instance, we learned that Leah Thompson's a freak from the moment she sees him. (laughs) But also, it's interesting that, like, these people only freak out. He's on the bus and he's getting off and everyone's freaking out and laughing at him. But he's been on this bus for like a half hour or something. It's only once he gets up to get off the bus, people are like, holy shit, there's a duck here. Yeah, people well, have I been mean, screaming for the last half hour. C- Cleveland bus etiquette requires that you never look at another person in the eyes. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Now he's horrified to know about duck hunting. Duck-themed entertainment in this Duck shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, I'm kind of amazed that Daffy Duck is one of the things that's terrifying him. I feel like, I think he would really like Daffy Duck. I feel Daffy and Donald Duck could be really aspirational sort of figures. Well, like, yeah, this yeah, is important. Reassuring... It's important representation. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, there's, there's the, my, my people have existed in, at least in the minds of them. Yeah, I mean, I think a duck person is yeah, a but, relatively I mean, legible idea for, for entertainment purposes. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't like, just if, want, he doesn't just want to be a singing, dancing duck. He wants to he wants people to understand I mean, him. Yeah, but like if How'd you were like, like a, if you went to Duck Planet and the only human uh, you see on TV is getting hit in the face with a mallet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Human. Wait, wait, wait. Are we I mean, positing that they have human cartoons on Duck Planet? Oh, oh, like, oh my god! Like, what are like they doing? Mean, human? As as the butt yeah. of jokes, certainly. I mean, Howard, yeah, instantly, Howard instantly recognized uh, Leah Thompson as uh, as female. Um, and fuckable. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I could not look at a duck at a glance and tell you whether or not it was male or female. But Howard clearly has some precedent here, and the only possible well, representation... Well, I mean, I guess there could be very tiny humans on his planet that are kept in, in uh, ponds yeah. and eaten. Homunculi! And, <laughs> and, and, cook, well, and cooked for, like... And, ro- also, and steamed, then roasted with fruit sauce for mm, Christmas Day. Yeah, that, yeah, those those Peking humans, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think they've... Human uh, Laurent. A Hugh Turkin? A Hugh Turkin on his planet? A Hugh Turkin? Yeah, Hugh Turkin. A Tuhuman? A Tuhuman? A Tuhuman? A Tuhuman? A Tuhuman? A Tuhuman? That's my but favorite that Street Fighter move. That would be a human inside a turkey. It's oh got to be a turkey God. inside a human. That's you go where the director's name comes from. Unless it's a baby. Is it a chicken saying, inside a baby inside a turkey? But, but also, we, we, were, we were speculating that humans on the duck planet were smaller. So maybe they oh, have okay. turkeys and they Sorry. are smaller. They, yeah, they yeah. I'm getting a lot smaller. of audio lag, so I'm not hearing all of your conversation. Which Fair is probably a fine. really good recipe for doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is hey, that, actor? that actor? It's a man with a hat. But a very recognizable man with a hat. Yeah, he yeah, usually yeah. plays a, a, a drug dealer in Colombia, right? Yeah, Unless he's got a very... Now, him up right now. He, looks, he looks oddly young. Also that guy. That's the, yes, that's the fucking that uh, valet from Ferris it, Bueller. There's a is. lot of Ferris Bueller happening in this movie. I think we talked about this. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. But yeah, the guy in the hat I definitely recognize. And yeah, I, th- I like feel a like a really he- young I'm, version I'm, of uh, Mr. What's his face, Ollivander. I'm IMDBing uh, Howard the Duck right now, but it's not him. Was it? Uh, was it? Oh, I got it. it. Was Miguel Sandoval 
who you might recognize from uh, being the digger at the beginning of Jurassic Park. Yes. Thank Grant, you. He's like oh, me. Yeah. He's a digger. He's a digger. <laughs> All you could have said was a digger. He's a and I would have known who you're and talking that, about. And that guy is definitely, uh, he is from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and he is also uh, one of, he is the non-Fisher Stevens Koopa uh, henchman in Super Mario <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes! 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 I remember that! I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. Fisher Stevens is in that movie? Yeah! He he and this guy are Dennis Hopper's uh, Koopa Kids. I It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but I did not Larry remember Koopa. that. Larry Koopa. I was just thinking earlier today... Larry and Iggy. Larry, yeah. Yes. An- another... No, Iggy and Spike. Um, Iggy and Spike, again, yeah, that's it. There was a, I can the aesthetics of these street punks is really interesting. Yeah. The the Koopa Kid guy kind of is kind of dressed like a punk Hasidic Jew. That's kind of the uh, <laughs> the way I would describe his outfit. Um, God, punks ugh. dressed better in the hey, 80s. Hey, do you think that this scene was the in, was the, the inspiration for that scene in The Wire when yeah. Ziggy uh, <laughs> gives that duck booze? Yeah, yeah. Howard coming. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> Howard, this bartender is, is so very quick to spring to violence. I don't think that he's the kind of role model that we want for our children. No. Duck kebab. Well, you remember uh, when the Mothers Against Ducks protested this film in the Jesus. <laughs> that is, he has incredibly good aim. Yeah. We're also why are they up calling it a man? We're just watching it. <laughs> it's a riveting film. Yeah. You can really just feel the drama. I'm willing to commit to watching this every year for the rest of our lives. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. But... I do. I, I just, I look at this right now, and again... I bite your face, you're a dead man. We know the film that's coming. We know that we're going to end up in, uh, in the weird Space kind of interstellar Lovecraft zone. But... What if Again, this was the, the film? What if the film was just No, we talked we literally had this conversation last year. Yeah. <laughs> we all agreed. <laughs> and we'll have it every year. So interesting. Yes, we will never not have this conversation. Cuz we're always right. The first half of it is much more fun. Mm. Yeah. All right, so Josie and the Pussycats are leaving the stage now. They're called Cherry Bob. Come on. Pussy Ducks. And that is Holly Robinson, <laughs> I will have you know. <laughs> Who's Holly Robinson? <laughs> Oh gosh, she's, she's one of the so much yeah. television. Um, Robinson. Holly Robinson. Let's see. You would know her from Chicago Fire, Mike and Molly. I have like never watched any of those love. shows. Hang in with Mr. Cooper. There's, there's oh, I, I've watched Hang in with Mr. Cooper. Twenty One Jump Street. Okay. Um, yeah, well, she's, she looks familiar. Yeah, she's had big on television. Like she's had a lot of television. Yeah, that's right. She okay? Yeah, so she. She was in multiple oh, yeah, series where she was in at least 85 episodes of the series. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah, wow. so she's done fine she, for herself. Yeah, she, she she's done pretty well. good for herself. Good for Holly. Yeah. yeah. Howard. That rascally wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that devious duck. <laughs> that rascally wuck. Pizza. What? Came to I watch came to watch dress. a dress? God, he's so bad. He's <laughs> really terrible in this. There's a goddamn convicted pedophile in this movie, and he's the worst part of this movie. <laughs> the Oscar winner. I will point out, he's, he has an Oscar. <laughs> to be fair, I think I'm trying to 
portion that uh, Jeffrey Jones is convi- was convicted of, but still. Yeah. I... Oh, Jeffrey Jones of yeah. the bad Jones family. <laughs> oh, yes. Of the yeah. pedophile Joneses? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Wikipedia has it as legal troubles, and he, he had child pornography and was solicited a 14-year-old to pose Ooh. for the saddest, the saddest part Ooh. of Jeffrey Jones's Wikipedia page is the profile picture, which is a relatively recent headshot, as though he was preparing <laughs> for his comeback. <laughs> oh no! Mm. He just pulled oh, that no. off, off his resume He's... for uh, being yep. a janitor at like a car lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much after 2002, things stop happening for him. Yeah, career count. Well, yes. Oh no! Like, no but no, no, he was on Deadwood. He was on Deadwood for 33 episodes. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, right. when did, uh, yeah, 2003 was when it all went yeah. down. But yeah, he was on Deadwood for a while. Not surprising yeah. that the roles dried up, though. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I assume. I feel, I feel pretty fine with him being canceled. Yeah, that seems that seems like <laughs> seems reasonable. That seems like a reasonable him and Glary. Yeah, Glitter, let's not give them work anymore. Him and who? Yeah, he... Gary Glitter. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> nope. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Not that I think Gary Glitter had quite the same cultural cachet as Jeffrey Jones. I don't even know who that is. Hey! Yeah, he's a British glam rock, I think British glam rock uh, guy. That, that song that they play at stadiums all the time, I think is his best known thing. But yeah, I think around the oh, same okay. time, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, he went down for I guess I didn't realize that that song was like a specific... It was like associated with a specific Did, person. Didn't realize it was a song <laughs> that someone wrote. It was just yeah, kind of exactly. It's in the air. It's like it baby like, elephant walk. It's kind of like yeah. static. You just you just turn it's off, like, tune to the right frequency, and that's what plays. It's like discovering that somebody wrote the alphabet song tune. That song <laughs> yeah. somebody <Whoa>. wrote. <laughs> Beats yeah. play. It's a uh, twinkle, twinkle, little yeah, star. His name was Wolfgang. <laughs> Uh, no, it's originally a... So wait, 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 uh, we talked song. about how on Duck Planet all pants have to have their tails cut out. Has, did he, has he since personally cut the tail space out on all the clothes he shoplifted from the... No, his, uh, his tail actually is sharp enough to just poke its way through on its own. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. like a knife tail. Or a duck penis. Yes. It's a spring-loaded tail. A little tune he never finished? That was automated! <laughs> yeah, I know. That was the free program too. <laughs> yes, she, she, you're she correct. She's not wearing skin. pants. Yep. They are gonna fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we know oh they're gonna gosh. fuck. We're, we've watched this movie at least three times, all of us. Let's I'm, just acknowledge I'm sure they're that, gonna fuck. I'm pretty sure that in all of the times that we've watched this, they have not yet uh, gone to that limit. I'm gonna. I'm what gonna are be you talking about? All they the times that we have watched this, I have never remembered anything that happened in the film once. They are about to sleep together. I'm pretty sure that happens canonically, unless I'm misremembering this movie. Fade to she, black, they're please. getting in bed. Check the Howard. Howard I think he just hallucinated the sex scene every time. I I will admit there's a possibility I'm misremembering. I'm pretty sure they're about to fuck though. 
<laughs> I, I do not remember at all. Well, fortunately, we'll find out in the next couple of minutes. I mean, I'm not saying there's going to be a graphic sex drama. scene. Oh, hell yeah, there's going to be a graphic ever... sex scene. But there was a, a much higher tolerance for graphic sex scenes in PG-13 movies in the Are 80s. Those oh, no, this is PG. Ducks? This is pre-PG-13, guys. This is still PG. Is it? Yeah. The 86 it's is post-PG-13 yeah, I remember. It flashed um, PG at the beginning of this movie. It's PG. Okay, I mean, it might still be it's PG, but like PG thirteen that... is like eighty four, eighty five. I thought. Yeah, let's find Gre out. It was, it was Temple of Doom and Gremlins were the inciting. Isn't films. it weird that his pajamas have ducks on them? I mean, I guess people wear pajamas with like little cowboys, but yeah. it still seems strange. <laughs> what do you think? What are, about your, what are on yours? Yeah, what are in your pajamas, dude? Just pictures. Of I just can't face. resist your intense animal magnetism. Eighty-four <laughs> was when uh, PG thirteen uh, was. Uh, the first one was Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. Also starring Lady Thompson. No, but. Your human breasts make me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> they, there's not nearly Same, enough Howard. feathers on them. No, wait. Be gentle. Now, again, I put I pose the question. I, judging by our track record, I probably said the same thing last year. Who is this film for? <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> God damn it. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jones, Jones just is cock-blocking us. <laughs> And now Jeffrey Jones enters a room. We, def we definitely had this same conversation last year because I specifically remember Bester using the phrase Jeffrey Jones coitus interruptus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really, this so bothers me. Like, there's, they're literally just trespassing into somebody's place. Like, the door was like they're just wandering into somebody's apartment. Who is well, the guy I mean, in the middle? He looks familiar. Is he anybody? He's Tim significantly Robbins? shorter than the other two. That's oh, all I know. Jesus, he yeah. does look familiar. He, lo he looks like the love child of Dennis Lawson and Alan Ruck. <laughs> I don't know who half of the people in that sentence were. <laughs> Dennis Lawson is Wedge. He's Wedge and Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, Ewan McGregor's uh, uncle. Yeah, yeah. Wedge? Yeah, star, yeah. Of, star Wedge? of local hero. Yeah, isn't he you and McGregor? Oh, that's Wedge? And, and Alan Ruck is Cameron in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, the guy from... Uh, I, know, yeah, I know who Alan Ruck is. He Thank said you very who much. Not, <laughs> I, I, said Ruck, I, I said I didn't Hey, guys, did you know where Al, do you know where Alan Ruck was born? No. Cleveland, Ohio. Was he born in Ruckburg? He was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, you wow. gotta be gotta be careful of life around him. It's a real hit the, ruck hit the bell. We're done for the night. It's all circled back around. Welcome to the ruck cast. <laughs> all ruck. Still ruck. Do us part. <laughs> we'll be watching yeah. all Marvel movies that we continuously connect to Alan Ruck. Did we catch no, the, this the next, character? Let's, let's never use the word duck again. And just yeah, that's the problem. I have no idea what his name is. So I wait, wait. To... I I know we can't rewind to watch. But I'm pretty certain that those actors literally just froze midway as though someone yelled cut and they just did not like cut out the edit. Like, if, I would love to watch yeah. it again. I, we can't right now, obviously. No. Next year, we don't have, I want us we all to keep an eye technology. on that. Does anyone have a second DVD that they can start on a second <laughs> DVD player and fast forward? I, I am convinced that, like, they, 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 they did the edit slightly wrong. To stop this movie. 
<laughs> no, guys, we are we have already like had someone use the bathroom and get another drink. Like we are committed to not stopping yeah, this yeah, film. This, this train doesn't stop. Deep voice Stefan said so. This we always have to do whatever for grub- love or rock. Yeah, we always do what a cowboy version of Stefan says. All right, so um, for those of you watching at home, Tim Robbins is talking about all of the great radio bookings that he's got for Howard now because when you've got an anthropomorphic talking duck, you want to put him on the radio. Put him on the radio. For yeah, our younger viewers, radio. radio is an audio <laughs> yeah, format d- we had before podcasts. <laughs> for the record, Stefan, it's like what how- you were doing was narrating like for people who are not watching at home. The <laughs> people right. who are watching at home do not need you to narrate. Those of you watching at home, yeah. No, but, I mean, most of the time when I watch movies, I like to sit right next to people, like, uncomfortably close and say, what's <laughs> happening now is Luke's blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> and then explain what I mean, that's what how we watched is. Blackbeard's Ghost at your wedding, wasn't it? You guys watched, <laughs> you guys watched that. I, I was otherwise occupied at my own wedding. I forgot. Oh, right, you weren't there. I forgot. That was the best. You weren't there at your own wedding. That was the best oh. possible venue in which to watch Blackbeard's Ghost. <laughs> oh, yes. Tiny-ass hotel room, I recall. Tiny-ass motel I, in Vermont. I still can't believe it was about a track meet. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely I, unexpected. I actually watched it again recently because I had mono, and it's it's available for free streaming via the Los Angeles Public Library. It's amazing. Oh, so, amazing. You know, it's available in my home at any time because Dooge got it for me as a wedding present. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why we I think it. I have the other copy. I, I think he had two copies, and I think I have the other one. All right. uh, that actor's name what? is Miles Chapin, and uh, like one he's been these... in a bunch of things, but nothing like major roles. So this he's is just really a guy. Harry, I can't. Chapin Carpenter's dad. Awesome now. Yeah, yeah, Harry. Harry, Harry Chapin. Yeah, he, he's the guy that Cat in the Cradle was about. <laughs> Why do they have like various, um, uh, like what used to be ceramics in their big science van? I bet you. Were Why does he know what a hard boiled egg is? What yeah. do you need Oh, God, that's horrible. Oh, God. No, no, no. It's like it's humans ate scrambled fetus. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. He is entirely unfazed by that phrase. It's, it's the duck equivalent. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Is the Cleveland Academy of Sciences logo actually a dinosaur? Because that's cool, if so. Yeah, no, it's a pretty nice logo. I hope it's a dinosaur with a monocle on. The monocle, Cleveland. Are they just not going to address the fact that there's no guard? Like, literally, why is this scene even here? Yeah, there is a Cleveland Academy of Natural Sciences. Dynatechnics. Dynatech is the most 80s bullshit corporate name ever. It means nothing. That no, oh, it, it's it, so it, close it means... to being dinosaur technic. Yeah, so. that's it. Like it. Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm misremembering. There is a reason the guard's not there. It's because things have gone horribly wrong. Could you give horribly me a, wrong? Could you give me things a, are about to go wrong oh, for David Tamer? My eyes. I think we're about to see David Tamer, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. We have no right to tamper with the universe, guy. <laughs> All right, everyone. The plot's the plot's incoming, and we're only an hour into the movie, and the inciting in the actual plot happens. No, I just want to say that guy, like he was on the ground, he's like, "Oh my god, it was horrible!" It exploded. Then he got up and he went up to uh, this guy that turns out to be nobody, and just sort of patted him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, how you doing, buddy?" Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you think I did in that take? 
the score that we're hearing right now, this is straight out of Moonraker. Oh yeah, this is this, this is, is a, a this is a John this is Barry a James score. Bond, I'm John not hearing Barry anything. Score. I've just got. Unfortunately, my my uh, my subtitles do not say. Oh look, there he is! There he is! Everyone, there he is! David Paymer. David Paymer. <laughs> Feel one the of, pain. One of uh, the the better recurring uh, bits in the first couple of seasons of Angel was that Cordelia lived next door to David Paymer's younger brother Steve. Yep. I forgot about that gag. It was a great oh, gag. I was just, I was also just thinking about that gag, but couldn't quite figure out how to bring it in. <laughs> I considered making a joke about it being David Paymer, Stephen Paymer's older brother. So I was like, <laughs> I, I, I think that would require too much explanation. Well, for, fortunately, I just, ex- I just mansplained it for you. I just mansplained the Paymer situation. All right, let me see if David yeah, Paymer does that. Guy the Paymer like, situation. That would be a good uh, name for a band. That guy looks like Detective American again? Alexander Goodenough. Alexander Badenov. Alexander, Alexander Goodenough. <laughs> Alexander, eh, kind of okay. Wikipedia is non-committal about uh, whether David Paymer has a younger brother named Steve. I feel like I looked it up once and no, he does not. Mm. Howard's in his uh, doctor costume here. Yeah. <laughs> again, big again, Baker this fan. is where this is where we can bring in the measure of the man plot. Because he's like, I have rights. And they're like, do you have rights? You're a fucking duck. And then it could be a big legal battle. But no, we're dealing with some goddamn Cthulhu bullshit that's going to get us to the Bonsai Cafe. <laughs> want- no, no, it's a Cajun Bonsai Cafe. Like, I... I feel as a New Orleans native, I really do have to point out it's Cajun sushi. That's good. Yeah. We'll get to that one in a bit. Oh, Leah Thompson's very interested now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that rippling chest and those arms. And once again, somebody else, like, relatively unfazed by Howard just goes, he's in a costume. Let's rip his skin off. Find out what's under there. Like you do. I want to hear tearing flesh, boys. I got a reputation. I got a reputation at work. Uh, we took a trip to mm. China. Uh, Where's this, this going? About this time last year, and we went to a Beijing duck restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and I got a reputation for being willing to eat an absurd amount of duck skin. That stuff is so good. It yes, it is. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you got uh, food poisoning at a Pizza Hut again. No. no Why that... would that be? How you how to get the uh, cigar out of the? <laughs> what a dumb cop. No, no, dude. It, <laughs> I got I got food poisoning at a Pizza Hut eleven years ago, not one year. Oh, ago. well, you said you had a reputation to keep up, so I thought it was your every, reputation for getting food poisoning every, at a Pizza Hut. Every China. time I go, every time I go back to China, I got to go to a Who Pizza is that Hut. That actor, that actor, get chicken wings really and then die. God, that 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 was the most miserable I have ever felt in my life. More than watching this film. Yes. That's uh, like watching film. Rise of the Silver Surfer. No. Uh, that guy is Paul right. Gilfoyle, who uh, was on CSI for 14 years. Oh, oh okay. Why does he look familiar to me, then? Because he was on CSI for 14 years. <laughs> I will point out, he said moi again, which again implies the existence of Duck France. Duck France. Yeah. Mm. We have, we, although, we only have we only have proof of the existence of Duck France, not, say, Duck Spain, Duck no. Germany, Duck Brazil. No, England. 
Patrick, no, I have to argue with you. We do not have know about the existence of Duck France. We know of the existence of Duck, Duck French. French. That's yeah, true. That's it could true. be from Quebec. I, I can see the point. Quebec. Yeah. Ah, time out. Oh, it's oh, a pedophile. It's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. It's just a man who buys child pornography. Oh, God. We don't know that he bought it. Yeah, he just owned it. That That's yeah. bad enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. He could have stolen it. Pirated let's, child let's, porn. Oh, let's God. talk about literally anything terrible. else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is this bananas. Is the God. Yeah. Bananas, 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 bananas. <laughs> Almond <laughs> and bananas. bananas. <laughs> Ah, the Fruit. 80s, when it was still okay to just shine your flashlight directly into somebody's face or the camera. <laughs> Bananas. We were, uh, we were flipping through possible Christmas movies to watch a few days ago, and House was on the Christmas list, and I seriously yes. considered making an argument of whether or not it was a Christmas movie, but I couldn't square that circle. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm relatively certain it's summer vacation they're on, so that would be a hard... A hard art. What, if they're in the, art... what if they're what? from the Southern Hemisphere? Yeah, you don't know that. Yeah, which do you know? Maybe it's Southern Hemisphere, Japan, which everyone knows exists. It doesn't make any sense because they're in Japan. It's (laughs) Nepaj, the Southern Hemisphere (laughs) version of Japan. (laughs) The palindrome of Bolton would be not Bob. Not Bob. (laughs) How the hell am I going to explain a manhunt for a duck? It's a duck hunt. Wait, what is not love from? Uh, the dead parrot sketch of Monty Python. Yeah. yeah. All right. If I don't remember that okay, particular so one. Even, They're getting away from that map painting. Yeah, even if they admit that... <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, sorry. that even if they deny that uh, Jeffrey Jones is turning into a horrifying space monster here, as opposed to the horrifying human monster that he is, um, they do <laughs> acknowledge that he is potentially in shock. He should not be the one driving right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're like, especially because like, there's no indication that Leah Thompson can't drive. Yeah. Uh, what are yeah. what are our options? Well, a duck and a woman. I guess Jeffrey Jones should drive. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he might not know how to drive, and it's certainly not built to somebody what his size. Like, he would have difficulty is, doing. She doesn't see. Literally, like, this could know. all be solved by just Leah Thompson mentioning she doesn't have human. a driver's license and takes the bus. Like, it's so easy to do this. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine this scene playing out on a bus? Do they have well, also, yeah, The fact that they just refuse to accept that anything is happening to them is like, yeah, that's right, pedophile. You keep talking. <laughs> it's very weird. Don't mind him. He's just crazy. I mean, I never had my I've never had my internal organs replicated and superseded, but that you know, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not sure I'd be able to call it out with that level of precision. I mean, you don't, you don't know yeah, what happens when say, you sleep. If you, also, I will you're say, not a scientist. At times, you can get up those at massage parlors here in LA. It's very refreshing. Oh, the, the organ supersession. <laughs> yeah. Used and super. Yeah, it's the it's it's the new thing. Like the cryotherapy has kind of gone out. So now now you're gonna everybody all the uh, Instagram uh, influencers are gonna be having their uh, cells replicated. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did it after like a particularly hard workout session, and just felt great afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So who's all right? We have gotten with fake wood paneling on yeah. them anymore. I know. Yeah, I was just thinking, like that right. looks like the most. I think my parents had that car in the eighties. What happened to wood paneling? 
Joe Roma's Cajun sushi. Cajun sushi. Joe. Yeah, so it's also Italian because it's Joe Roma's. There's so many things happening in this. In this so I, I don't think we've ever. I don't know how. If, so just all right. So here's the thing. You know, the my favorite restaurant. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I couldn't. The transformation is complete. He's being very explicit about this. I, I appreciate yeah. an honest alien. Yeah, and again, fav- they I will still this. refuse to listen to him. It's so We're weird. making fun of the Cajun sushi place, but my favorite sushi, my favorite restaurant in New Orleans is actually a sushi joint. Hmm. But is the Cajun that. sushi joint? No, it's just it's just normal sushi. Hmm. But I also, think partially because, like, a, for me... This is a Cajun sushi place on the outskirts of Cleveland. I'm going to go out and also a say... Diner. Yeah, I'm gonna go out of them and say this is not a good restaurant. <laughs> no, I don't know. There, Look there at is... people there are here. Yeah. Good parking. As far as I'm aware, there's not a very large Cajun population in Cleveland. This is a uh... oh, yeah. Wait. So they don't know whether it's good sushi or not. So wait, so we may have right, talked so about the this sushi. Last year. Yeah, we we may have talked about this last year, but the the point that continues to confuse like. So much of this film is, okay, you got the weird kind of duck-out-of-water stuff in the first half of the film, then you have the Lovecraft piece here. This entire sequence remains, like, I feel like, number one, it's the part that makes the least amount of sense in the film. But because of that, I feel like if we can unlock it, we can unlock the film. I'm also going to say, I think it's probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to be sure. Young, At the very least, yeah. it's the part that I have the most distinct memories of. Every time I yeah. watch this movie, I'm like, I don't remember a lot of it, but like, I remember this distinctly. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. So, all right, clearly the sushi thing is like a joke about the idea, like the sudden ubiquity of sushi in the '80s. Like, it becomes a trendy food. Yeah. Was there a similar thing going on with Cajun food at that time? Is that why it's Cajun sushi? Patrick, Did resident Cajuns- Cajun, explain. <laughs> uh, I'm not a Cajun. I'm actually more of a Creole, but that's an error oh, there. Um, oh, that's I'm I'm sorry. That's like no, I'm Scott, Kiwi I, and Australian. I, well, no, I'm Cre- I, li- I grew up in New Orleans, and that's Creole cuisine versus Cajun cuisine. I'm Scots Irish, so I've got like no Cajun ancestry in me whatsoever. Yeah. No, no, but well, neither fine. here nor there. Vegan's uh, not a French name. Nope. <laughs> um, actually, I think Paul Prudhomme was really getting really big around that time okay so yeah i just i have to assume that there's some kind of joke here that's sort of lost in translation let me just that. yeah no um <laughs> no kidding yeah <laughs> paul Prudhomme was getting really big in the 80s um so that's not completely ridiculous okay. um he actually no he had a he had a couple of cookbooks in the 80s Demons. The region of demons. Hmm. Seriously, you got to pull through space. Why is this like unbelievable? I know because they don't. When they he don't was pull through moment. space. He did not take over the body of another human. You don't know that. Oh, that's true. I guess he could have been, you know, someone else. So, like, they're, they're working exactly on like a Blade movie uh, on bringing Blade back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm just very curious to see how that's going to happen because I Blade so relies on everyone going to Blade. No Blade. Vampires can't possibly exist. But, like, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have literally zero reason to not believe Blade when he says vampires exist because, you know, oh, why the Blade, fuck not? you and your vampires. Well, I mean, no. just because Captain America exists and someone has become, you know, Iron Man, doesn't mean that 
mythical vampires Thor. exist. Thor. Thor is a literal god of thunder. Yeah, but he's not drinking someone. He's not undead and drinking someone else's blood to survive. No, but Doctor Strange was having a mystical throwdown with an alien on, uh, in in New York in the Infinity well, War. Yeah. So, like, I'm just like, why? Why won't people believe this shit? This film feels like it was written one joke at a time. Hostility is like a psychic boomerang. There are jokes in this movie. Uh, there was just that great. Oh, fried oh, egg he's bit. wait. Remember, he's he's unhappy about the fried eggs, but he mentions hard boiled eggs earlier. Yeah, but also he treats the he treats eating eggs as as though it's an act of cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're not duck eggs. I gotta they're be chicken eggs. So this, we this eat baby... other mammals, yeah. and that's not cannibalism. Why did the Dark Overlord just explode the ketchup and? And mustard. So this might be a minor point, but uh, I've never seen Heinz mustard anywhere. It, it may not have been the cannibalism so much as the uh, unfertilized embryo. Mm. Maybe it would be like watching us. He's being very helpful. Or, yeah. or lamb. Mm. He's being unusually helpful in explaining his evil plan. Yeah. Most most people with yeah, evil he's plans. A, he's are. a very forthright dark overlord of the universe. Mm. Mm. Oh. Hello, he's random us. hillbilly truckers. Yeah. In our diner, that is also a. Um, uh, There's so many things happening in this diner. Yeah, yeah. I know it's very busy. Mm-hmm. That shirt—it's like Howard's shirt level of busyness. Okay, so here's here's another movie that could be happening here. Um, the the aftermath <laughs> of the diner. A detective walks into this diner and has to reconstruct the events that we see playing out in this Why scene. does that man steal Willem that Dafoe's thing? character from Boondock Saints that's, shows up at the exactly after this fight. Why does this man steal the weird technological MacGuffin? Because it looks like it could be valuable. Yeah. No one... We just, uh, I think we talked about this last time, but like no one really does anything for any reason in this movie. Yeah, it's no. a lot of like, no especially, especially in this scene. This, like the only character who actually has motivations is uh, like discernible, consistent motivations, is Tim Robbins' character, and like I it's would awful, say the Dark like, Overlord, the, scene, the Dark Overlord of the universe, has very consistent motivation, he and he's very open about it. I think there's, um, I mean. All credit in the world to John Barry for his long and distinguished career, but I'm not sure that he has matched the tone of this film with his score. <laughs> it's it's uh, pretty epic, and this feels more like it should be the theme song from. Um, I was going to say Benny Sacks. Hill. Yeah. Again, it's clear. It's clear that nobody nobody knows what tone this movie is going for. Yeah. So, uh, just... were you just trying to do a yakety sax? Trying, yes, <laughs> succeeding. Oh, it, it, it didn't sound right to me. Sorry, mm, sorry. Uh, I, I was falling everyone asleep be... for a second. <laughs> so, and how... everyone just decides to murder him. Did we ever establish? Well, he looks and, delicious. And I'm, I'm sure there's some historical document about this. I describe that, like we're talking about like the freaking Dead Sea Scrolls or something like that. But how much of this was? Um, 
Hyuk and Katz versus how much of this was Lucas? Like, who whose vision was the vision of this film? Um, I can give you a bit of background on that. So the Please do. Nothing's crediting... happening on screen. <laughs> <laughs> We're not about to watch a horrifying murder. <laughs> I can wait if you guys would like. But no, I no, 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 um, uh, writing crediting is apportioned by in two forms, far either fetch. by this is by a little far fetch. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, the WGA decides crediting. Um, so uh, the way that works is essentially all ver- the WGA watches the movie, they read the script, they read all versions of the script, and they kind of make an arbitration on uh, who wrote the most, the majority of the film. Um, and it's it's three writers. Uh, it's it's kind of like writer jury duty, if that makes sense. Like you just kind of have to do it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. the his the the accreditation would have been, was would have been decided by the WGA, so not like an actual independent body. Um, story by credit is a little more nebulous because there's no like written document mm-hmm. that can be compared or like uh, you know uh, looked at. Like you sort of have to take everyone's word for it. But the screenplay by and written by credit is distinctively decided by an outside party. So, like, Lucas would not have been able to make any statement on other... Well, he could have made a statement, but he wouldn't have been able to control it. The WGA makes that call. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm less concerned about, like, who was the... Like, the actual screenwriter versus the credited screenwriter. It's just... It's... I want... Lucas produced the film. And... Or, uh, right. No, no. Executive produced the film, I think. Um... But I just, I wonder the degree to which, like, was Lucas on set? Was Lucas offering notes? Or was this really a, a yuck cats joint? Um, that's a valid that's question, and I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, that's hard to say. Like, different, like, executive producer is an important role, but a role that's variable enough that, you know, you can't really yeah, say the one way produ- or the other. Yeah. The, defi- the definition of producer only got codified within the last five years by the PGA. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, no, anytime you go to a movie and it says produced by such and such PGA afterwards, that means they've actually forming a specific set of, um, or they they actually were involved a certain amount of time in certain various parts of the production. Hmm. Um, Anything after that is like, you know, Stan Lee being an executive producer on, sorry, uh, Stan Lee being an executive producer on stuff, uh, you know, that he, he probably wasn't super involved. Um, yeah. but it's just part of the, the yeah. deal, you know, same with co-producers, everything. Those are all very vague, but produced by name PGA, you have to actually have done specific things. You hmm. can't just like get that oh, because you're, I, uh, I just want to point out, I, as, as goofy as it is, I actually really enjoy the special effects in this film. There, there oh, is, yeah. a, I think there, there is a, a little oh, delightful, uh, handmade quality. Just the special. Yeah, there I is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. The special By the way, great. you know, I, I should also add, even Howard's not that bad. We should talk. Yeah. We, I do want to say also, this is the first, our first recording post the passing of Stan Lee. So I also think yeah. we, we dedicate this to both Stan Lee and, and Gloria Katz. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the way well, that they would have loved the, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stan Lee has no cameo in this movie, but he has a cameo in our hearts. Or any role with, I, like, I don't think he's at all involved with Howard the Duck, the character. He was no, probably like the yeah. publisher of Marvel when Howard was created. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Stan Lee doesn't have a lot of involvement with Deadpool either, but that's not going to stop him. 
yeah, yeah, right. no, that's true. God, this I, scene is really long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long have we been in the fucking diner? Uh, Again, I think it's, ten it's my favorite part of the movie. Ten or fifteen minutes at this point. Jesus, I don't remember it being this long. Yeah. Oh, it's long. It's it a just long feels interminable. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a whole kind of act that takes place in the diner, like. It's like this that is issue. It's like that issue of the first arc of Sandman, where the entire thing is set in the diner that Doctor <laughs> Death takes over, or Doctor Destiny takes oh, over. Oh right, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is really important to establishing the tone and the uh, kind of the, the structure and the Six. threat. Yeah, Five. it's like it's yeah, like that, but with hours. a duck. Yeah. <laughs> Dream of the Endless just wanders in yeah. behind them. George Lucas yeah. stepped down as president of Lucasfilm to focus on producing films, including Howard the Duck. Yeah. Hmm. But hey, I mean, so to go back to follow your heart pull... down whatever terrible road it takes you. I mean, to go back to Juju's point about this feeling like an act, I mean, we pointed out that, like, this whole plot that develops in the last half of the movie only gets introduced, like, an hour or, like, 45 minutes or something into yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, we are definitely dealing with, like, a very very compacted part once we're weirdly structured whole... film yeah it's it's got yeah, like weird... one act like the first act is the first hour of the film and the second third fourth and fifth acts are the second hour of the film <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, like once once uh the jeffrey jones coitus interruptus happens we get into a very different movie appropriately uh, that marks a sharp tonal shift <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like a terminator shot Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, or, uh, the maximum overdrive. <laughs> or another movie with a truck in it. Black Dog. Duel. Uh, Duel. That, Transformers. That one, that one Sylvester Stallone movie where he's an arm wrestler guy. Over, Over the, the top. top. Over, the, Over top. the top. How do you even have to search for that title? <laughs> Was that directed? You gotta go. Over the top. Was that directed by Menahem Golan or just produced by it? Directed by. Good. It's got the Golan touch. Oh, God. The That's some thing bullshit. To play. Yeah. yeah. We are in a PG-rated no movie. Used for this sequence. It's the fucking thing. The thing's terrifying. God. A PG-rated film, ladies you said and gentlemen. It, Patrick, that's his fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I see what you did there. It takes a very sharp turn. <laughs> oh, for the record, uh, when I said far-fetched, no, it's because they were shoving celery into Howard's mouth. You got it. Even though Farfetch has a leak, you idiot. Yeah, I know it's a leak, but it looks like a piece of celery. I think it looks like a piece of celery. I wasn't commenting on what Patrick was saying at the time. Let's talk about the ethics of Farfetch'd. I know my rights. Can he be served with his own leak? Do people eat Pokemon? (laughs) Yes, they do. Slowpoke tail is a delicacy. They're like, uh, aren't aren't they like... uh, uh, mushroom heads in the toadstool kingdom. Some of them are edible and some of them are sentient. That's clearly a leak. <laughs> Welcome to our new no, uh, Pokemon podcast. Are eaten. It is, the it ethics is of the Super Smash Brothers universe. No, it is established yeah, what I was in saying canon that, that Pokemon, Pokemon are like the mushrooms, not Good. the leak. Good? That's your response? Good? Cool. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we have... Sir- okay, so if you eat a Bulbasaur, is it a vegetarian meal? 
Oh god. I was thinking more of like some of like the incredibly humanoid ones. Like what would eating a machoke be like? <laughs> kind of gritty. Or a Mr. Mime. <laughs> Lean meat. Yeah. <laughs> what? Can you there's, eat a Gengar? I don't know. There must be like exotic food clubs that are like we got to eat them all. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I I actually think that would be a great antagonist. <laughs> That's like a uh, Hannibal in the Pokemon universe. The no, chef. you just, you just what, the chef. What is the name of the, the, the petrified Pokemon. Pokemon? No, no, you just discovered the villain for the Detective the Pikachu Nautilus film. Star. It's going to be like a Hannibal-esque Pokemon. You're thinking yes. um, Omanite and Omastar, dude. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say that's how they went extinct. Omanite. They were too. They were too tasty. From, uh, yeah. Yes. Too I mean, delicious. to be fair, they definitely have like non-rocky part. I mean, a. A onyx would be very difficult to eat. Well, you got to cut Pikachu. around. It. You got to braise the onyx Pikachu. for a long time. Yeah, actually, like, is the is an onyx like solid rock or like if you is there a, is there a delicious uh, like it's are like, they it's crustaceans? Like, it's, like, it's like a lobster. Is it an You're exoskeleton? The shell. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean they got to have is, tendons. The series is a very Terminator shot, right? like between just, the music oh, and that shot. Magnetism. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be magnetism. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I, oh my I, God! Is there flesh inside a magnemite? This feels like a now I'm thinking about like what like if you dissected Pokemon and like what. I think they're actually heading to where you find Do polygons uh, actually exist right now. Porygons. Porygons. Yeah, the Kyogre nuclear Porygons. That's where Zapdos is from, right? <laughs> what? What? Zapdos. I was saying they're heading oh. to get a Zapdos yeah, right now. The power plant. Yeah, yeah. The Cuyahoga National Power Plant. So wait, wait, wait. It's, clearly, it's clearly Cajun sushi, and the sushi's been put over something else. I wonder what it used to say. Oh. I want to know so much about Joe Roma's. Who is Joe Roma? Does he still host? Fear oh, Master? I forgot about this part. Oh man, I did. Is not. Joe I Roma did. from New York or from New Orleans? This is the or chitty, is... chitty bang, bang, bang part, right? Oh right. Why like is this? Why was this in the back? Why why did they just find this little plane? Why why have they gone fly away home? <laughs> you never go fly away home. You never go full fly away home. What a strange film. He look, looks so weird with that helmet on. Yeah. Howard or uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he always looks a, fine. He's a tall glass of water. Yeah. I mean, he landed Susan Sarandon for many, many years. Yep. Yeah, but can he land this plane? <laughs> <laughs> he certainly can't land this film. Oh my God, that's that's the tagline for the poster of Tim Robbins' remake of uh, of Air Force One. <laughs> but can he land this plane? <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> he landed this role. What is this uh, kind of plane called? It's an ultralight, isn't it? Ultralight, thank you, yeah. God, so weird. This music's intense. Yeah, it's John Barry. He's only got one speed. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, John Barry and subtlety are Balls not. to the wall. I gotta say, it's very strange watching a movie entirely Jesus. silently. Look at those legs. <clears throat> He's got legs all the way up. Something, I don't know. There's a... All the way down. Something. She's got legs up to her hips and her hips up to her breasts. You know, classic woman. (laughs) 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 
There's a weird political commentary (laughs) happening now. The crux of this entire film turns on the idea repeatedly of people ignoring really weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's fairly realistic. You know, you see someone with their face hanging off on the street. You're not going to start investigating. You want to get out of there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, to to, to put this into Dungeons and Dragons or role-playing game terms, this is what happens when you have everyone just constantly failing their, like, read-sense-motive scores. Like, they're just botching the crap Uh, out of them. Make a perception check. Looks good to me. This this was a poor (laughs) way to split the party. Yeah, yeah, just, just everyone's, <laughs> all the NPCs our, are rolling ones on their perception checks. Just horrible. Our rogue and our wizard are both going to get into an ultralight and fly into a nuclear power plant. So wait, in your mind, is Howard is the rogue Howard's here, the you rogue. think? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like he would be Halfling the wizard, rogue. though. He's the he's the but wizard. I just feel like a scientist is, well, maybe a scientist is what? Like I, a think a sci- I think he's a bard. He's singing? Wait. Wait, no, I'm talking no, no. about uh, Tim Howard's Robbins as the wizard, because what else no, no, are no. those scientists? She, Leah Thompson's no, she, a bard, yeah, She's clearly. the bard. Leah Thompson's the bard. Yeah. Howard is the rogue. What is Tim Robbins? I feel like wizard isn't right for him. But he's a scientist. What's, what else what's, is the, mo- what's the most kind of unappealing and Scientists don't us. have magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I no, beg to differ. Like Both of my parents the, are scientists. They can levitate things with their butts. Maybe he's dragon. Magicians board. refine their powers through uh, through experimentation. He's a druid. He's a druid. He's a druid. I'll actually buy that. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking druid. He can turn into a bear. I totally believe this. Sam Robbins is a bear. Wait, is he uh is he Chuck Norris in the movie Forest Warrior? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. That cop died. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was quite the What's the bot what's the body count in Howard the Duck? It's at least one Ooh. at this point. You can, you can write it off like they do in Bad Boys 2 after that giant uh, car chase on the bridge and they're like <laughs> And clearly, fifty people have died in this, mm-hmm. in this enormous. I have to. Series. I have to think. David and then Hamer the chief is just like, like "You're lucky no one was hurt." Yeah, uh, it's a miracle no one was killed. <laughs> I have to think David Paymer died because otherwise, why would he no longer be in the movie? I would have thought. Yeah, that, that's, yeah true. that's true. I would have thought the guy who was like, "We should not yeah. meddle in the secrets of the universe," had died, but then he walked <laughs> off and gave like the good game, buddy, Pat, to his friend. <laughs> that, <laughs> that Pat was an amazing moment. I. Uh, there's so tired, many man. things about Duck Hunter. Is this a Michael Bay film? Like, because <laughs> I've been duck hunting maybe once in my life, but I'm pretty sure you don't go duck hunting at one in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, oh, this is this is early Stephen. in the morning because it was definitely. Wait, he's yelling like Torah. Morning. He's yelling Torah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, vengeance is mine. So, was no, there no, a World War II be... on Duck Planet? Was there like a Duck Japan? Yeah, Duck War Two. <laughs> I think I think I think we've talked about this before, but no, it should be pretty early in the morning right now because it was definitely late at night when they got to the That's diner. True. So, That's like, true. I think this is appropriate duck uh, duck hunting time. All right, I'll buy it. I I'll assume it. duck hunting happens in the morning. It happens, I have no it, idea. It happens in the morning. Yes. Emissions testing. This is a an heroic smog inspection. Somebody's pushing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually just did a spit take from the guy who was yelling whiplash, whiplash. I forgot about that. <laughs> I uh, have no license. I just spit beer all over the place. I am not Jack. Oh, he's super dead. Again, really good effects. Yeah, yeah. Like the yep. the these like Ghostbustery sort of laser effects yeah. that come out. Yeah, of Yeah, I was just thinking yeah, that they're, they're very Ghostbusters. Yeah, this was not. No, a, they're legitimately good. It's not like this was a low budget film that got crapped out. Like this was a big budget film for the time. This yeah, thirty-seven. really cool effect. That is a really cool effect. Yeah, this is a this is a guys. I'm gonna say it. This is a well made film. <laughs> I, I like this movie, but I'm not willing to go go with you on that. <laughs> Maybe a little more specific. It's a well produced film. Yeah, like it's definitely. Why not does a the well Dark Overlord film. have opinion about scenes about smog inspections? Yeah, mm. it's definitely not a well written because movie. he's I, a I don't dark think we can say overlord. That it's well made across. He's the not board. a dark bystander. But there's definitely there's definitely a lot of components of the production design and the cinematography and there's the music. There are things that they do well. All right, so yeah, Gloria Katz. We can credit her as the producer. She did her job. Uh, apparently, Thomas Dolby of She Blinded Me with Science fame uh, recorded some songs for this film. Uh, he was fucking yeah, they're on the, the yeah. vinyl uh, soundtrack I've got downstairs. Yep. The vinyl single. So uh, I, they, uh, I expected that is not a joke. I no, expect you actually to the, uh, <laughs> the cinematographer also shot such films as Camelot, Hang 'em High, The Andromeda Strain. Uh, hmm. the 1976 King Kong. He shot Star Trek. This was Robert Wise's cinematographer in Star Trek: The Motion Picture. And the, the last, the last uh, film on his uh, career list. Oh, he also passed away this year. That's sad. Uh, the last film on his list was oh, wow. Meet Wally Sparks. We have a lot of people related to this movie passing this year. Oh my yeah. God! There's a well. Murder. I mean, it was made in '86. There, no, so no, the only rational old. explanation is that there is a mass murderer slowly working his way <laughs> oh, through. Oh, the celebrity killers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah did, did, do you also know, uh, uh, shoot, which one is You the mean the celebrity star whackers that uh, Randy Quaid believes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Randy him? Quaid. Yeah. Randy Quaid. I, I was, was trying... thinking more like a... Uh, like a uh, whichever Dirty Harry one is about the death pool. I, the, dead, the, the Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was Deadpool or Deathpool. Like, it's Deadpool. I was uh, trying to. I was trying to make a Radioland Murders joke, but I just couldn't get there. <laughs> I thought you the were Hollywood talking about star the celebrity star whackers. Celebrity star whackers. I love that he calls them whackers. That that's the best <laughs> part of that. Wally whackers. Oh, I forgot that. Like <laughs> this brief part, he like turns on. He turns on Howard weirdly. <laughs> He's a I Ah, uh, that period where terrorism Whoa. was primarily about hijacking planes. Dead. Yep. Uh, yeah, fil films with multiple car crashes dramatically overestimate the resiliency oh. of the human body to car crashes. <laughs> the human rectum is almost nightmarishly elastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the term human. Oh, God. <laughs> Choo choo, big deal. <laughs> Someone wrote that line. Yeah. Uh, yes. w Willard Huck and Gloria Katz wrote that line. <laughs> the same minds that wrote uh, 
that wrote multiple classic lines from Star Wars. I wasn't going to have the bad taste to attribute it to any one individual. You know, it's like a firing squad. You always give. I one mean, yeah, to be oh, fair, to be I, fair, I you meant it's that possible came out that of committee. That could have been an improv. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. We can't say for sure unless we have the screenplay in front of us whether or not that was in. That so maybe it's maybe the first Robin's line written in the film. Ducks hate water. That's true. Have either have any of you ever and seen Tim Messiah Robbins. of Evil? No. no. Apparently that was uh, that was the original Yuck Cats joint. No duck is an island. Howard the duck is ready to fight. Mm. He has a bolo tie. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I was just there last Tuesday as it happens. <laughs> I forget why he needs to use her as a human sacrifice. Uh, uh, she's the dark be overlord. A vessel. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah dark oh, overlords yeah. need human human bodies to inhabit now until they don't. Yeah, we say that they... Oh, that's right. They're about to go find the blaster. Oh yes. A lot of this commentary is just, it's just us remembering what is about to happen. <laughs> what yeah. What did we talk about last year? Or misremembering in the case of me being convinced there was about to be a sex scene. Well, there was about to be oh, a sex yeah, scene. Oh, yeah, there was also a lot of mud pit stuff that never happens. That yeah. mud pit absolutely yes. fucking happened. I don't know what you're talking about. There was a mud pit. Howard didn't go into it, but there was a mud pit. Howard just spin-kicked that door open. There absolutely was a mud pit. The neutron The neutron disintegrator. disintegrator. Clearly a prop from Aliens 2. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that's called Aliens? You are correct. There's no Aliens 2. Mm. That would be Not Alien yet. to the power of 3. Aliens is... <laughs> Alien cubed. That's that's a sequel to Cube, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it was Cube. Alien Polyhedron. Cube. Hypercube... Super Zero. cube, ice cube, cube cubed, sphere cube. It's just a nine. Nexus <laughs> of Sominus. But at some point, they just stopped being about like weird torture it's, it's devices, cool. the thing and is they the decided same name for it that we do. Why do they? Why does this radio telescope have like a, a sacrifice table? <laughs> We've all been there. I like the you idea know. that at some point the Cube series gave up on the whole torture porn kind of element and just decided to be biopics about Pablo Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> at one, at some point in my life, that I'd like to be in a situation. Yeah, I'd like to be in a situation where I can justifiably break a lock on a chain with an axe. <laughs> I, I was worried you were going to say uh, justifiably tie up Leah Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's that's interesting that that's where your head went. Yeah, master. your head went there. Yeah. I was thinking about breaking a, a lock on a chain with an axe. That says more about Bester than it does about Steph. That's true. Much mm-hmm. like how Bester reacts to Howard the Duck. Oh God, that's that's a line I'm going to <laughs> mute. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say that's going to be the tagline for this podcast. <laughs> that you can just isolate it and have that as a drop. That's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> oh my god. That lady's got a huge ass. Is that Dr. Wiley? Burst <laughs> you mega man. <laughs> I like how he gets more catty as he grows more, like, monstrous. Like, he started off saying really creepy, weird, evil things, and now he's just kind of a catty bitch. The dark overlords of the universe just, are such he's bitches. He's very sassy. Well, you know, his his diabolical plan is three-quarters complete. <laughs> <laughs> My ridiculously circuitous plan. My ridiculously circuitous plan. <laughs> Thank you, that's Robot the, Satan. That's the same sound that Dan Aykroyd makes in Trading Places. That's funny. I thought you were going to say that's the same sound he makes in bed, but it's funny that that's where my mind went. <laughs> yeah. We know we know what noise he makes in bed thanks to Ghostbusters when he gets blown by the ghost. Howard the Duck holds a uh, mirror yes. up 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 to all of our souls. <laughs> yes, that incredibly justified scene of him getting blown by that ghost. Ah. Like he, he wrote the film. He had to throw himself a bone. So oh, he had to throw that ghost a bone. Oh, yeah, that's his wife, actually. Have you ever have you ever heard his his wife is dead? And he's still having sex <laughs> with did, her. Did they meet on the film? Oh God! Have the, you have, um, have you ever so, heard yeah. Ackroyd's explanation for why that scene is there? I know why that scene is there. <laughs> no, but I'd love to hear his justification. I was going to let you tell it, Bester. Okay. Well, first of all, like it's part of a like a deleted subplot. Like they go to a like a revolutionary era uh, fort. That's why he's in sort of the weird sort of Napoleonic garb. But apparently, like even beyond that, he he, he argued that 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 whole cut sequence that they should include that because as somebody who believes in ghosts, that is a thing that ghosts do, according to him. According to him, for verisimilitude, uh, he had to yeah. include that. Huh. And I'm sure everyone, Harold and Ivan were like, okay, Dan, sure, whatever. Have you guys uh, seen any of those recent headlines about uh, women marrying ghosts? Yes. <laughs> and they, and one of, at least one of them has uh, already announced that it reconciled differences over. with the uh, pirate ghost she married. Yeah. That, 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 poor, that poor woman. That poor That ghost. poor pirate. Yeah. He thought he was He's through with this shit when he died. Yeah, but now he's got to come back to help out at a track meet. Does the pirate <laughs> ghost have to pay alimony? No, just pay I alimony. love that they like the, the Dark Overlord is like getting all like Western and like quick draw here. Throws his cape back. I, he's very sassy. We've I established with, that. I withdraw my previous comment about this being a well-made film. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not withdraw your comment. <laughs> I think What's there are happen? parts of this movie that are legitimately really well made. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, we, we have not gotten to probably the best made part of this film yet. Oh, no, the that's song, about to happen, right? The song, the yes. I, I knew before those words were out of my mouth that you would say the song. <laughs> I love that song. I legitimately love that oh. song. Does... Is he wearing a troll shirt? I think he's wearing a troll t-shirt, a troll doll t-shirt. Filzy? Filzy. Oscar winner Tim Robbins? Oscar winner Filzy. 
Ah, uh, he's fallen. Oh I'm pretty God. sure that pink is like troll hair. I think, like, let's see if we can get a better shot of that. No, he's right. You're right. You're I see right. it. It's a troll right. doll. My God. Filzy. Filzy, you idiot. You know, the, the Oscars have become an interminable bore. And part of me thinks that a way to really spice them back up would be for everyone who wins the Oscar for their Oscar speech, their acceptance speech, to be an apology for their worst film. You have to yeah, show what if they just to one of George Clooney's? Yeah, George... Wasn't one of George Clooney's apologizing, apologizing for his, his role, turn as Batman? He might have done that. That is... Although I, I would actually I argue not, accept... not his worst role. No, no. No, I'm sure he's been in worse. I've seen his worst role, but he's got to have been in worse. How many Oscars has George Clooney won? He's won two. Okay. What else? He won, Sir- won one for acting in Syriana, and he won one for producing Argo. Oh. Did he not win for um, Good Batman Night and, and Good Luck? No, he was nominated for Good Night and Good Luck, but he didn't win. Oh, okay. Thought he, I thought he won for that. I don't want a Golden Globe, but that's worth like, extra uh, paperweight. Yeah, that's like a Grammy. Yeah, Golden Globe's <laughs> just one step up from a Grammy. I have Grammys. It's true. Oh wait, here's the evil overlord. Now I just able have to one exist Grammy outside left my other past. All right. It's like a. I remember it having like four legs, like a minute, like a centaur kind of thing. I thought it was like a big. Uh... Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like a big pink job of the hut. Ah, want some yeah. tartar stalks. Yeah. I want some butter with it and some sauce for my crab. <laughs> it's very spiky. Oh my god! Oh did that god, have two faces? that thing looks great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got <laughs> clearly somebody map. like went to town on the. Um... Not the most convincing. Yeah, it's got a bit of a Guillermo del Toro mouth, though. Kind of. It does, kind of. But Derek, to to your point. I, I, I reject the idea that special effects need to look realistic to be good. Like, I feel verisimilitude has really has really led special Great. effects down uh, It's a... way more like a scorpion, I remember now. Yeah, no, it's real cool. Some of the best special effects yeah. I've ever seen are in-house. <laughs> I, I will agree with Bester yeah. that that verisimilitude is sometimes overrated. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, like industrial light and magic is a big part of that problem. Like they they yeah. like perfected this this idea that sort of took over what we think of as special effects over the last like thirty years. Mm-hmm. There was a great talk at SCMS last year about uh, about that and the ways that like. The no, I think some of my favorite is... special. Yeah. God, it reminds me a bit cool. of the Rancor. It's got a bit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. kind of a similar design. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's kind that's of a. Was, it's like a. It's a Guillermo del Toro it, rancor. I, I think it looks like a rancor, but with a sarlacc mouth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the face, like the eyes, look very mm-hmm. rancory. It's got some of the thing tentacles to it. Yeah, yeah. Activate laser. Question two mark. question marks. Yeah, two question Activate marks. laser. Very scientific. Right. And then the then the screen just says laser. <laughs> laser. God, that thing looks so good. And this is where we we replicate the Avengers. Uh, Time pre- to arrival. Yeah, this is this is where it becomes a Marvel movie because it's about <laughs> yeah, opening and closing a portal in the sky. God damn it! God. Damn uh, my it. younger brother, my younger brother James, calls it um, trying to destroy the world with dubstep. That's how we refer to all sky lasers. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I think I think I remember you describing it that way in uh, the Fantastic Four. And yes, probably. 
and it's accurate. Bone yeah, I, saw I... is ready. Howard just used a bone saw to cut off a tentacle. PG. <laughs> yes. For the first time in an hour, let's tell the listeners what's actually happening on screen. <laughs> Again, the, the Ghostbuster right laser effects are legitimately great. Vibrating in place with the most hilarious fa- expressions on their faces. Tim, I promise you do this, you'll win an Oscar one day. I think I had this G.I. Joe toy. <laughs> I think I had this Z-Bots toy. <laughs> he just ran over his claw and acted like that was a big deal. It's kind of cute. I gotta be honest, this Dark Overlord of the Universe is kind of wimpy. Oh, he's so sad. Well, he's... He's not the cream of the crop that got pulled into this laser. <laughs> yeah, the good dark overlords of the universe, they knew better to stay out of laser frequency. <laughs> like, yeah. I will say, like, it's not exactly easy to aim that thing. So, like, it's he's really, like, why is he shooting them? Shoot Howard. Yeah, let's let Harry go out into the, the dimensional <laughs> I mean, board. if you had a choice between killing Howard the Duck and killing Tim Robbins, which one are you going to go with? Mm. Yeah, I'm killing. I'm killing fucking kill Sorry, as not well. Tim Robbins, the human. Filzy, the character. Filzy. <laughs> Filzy, the character. Easy. Is, have we considered what if his name That's is just cool. Phil Z? A fucking amazing effect. You know, it's a great effect. That was an we amazing we effect. We talked about this, but I bet whoever designed that laser and it got canceled because it was too expensive. After all this, was like, see, see, like he was just very proud of it. <laughs> that, that fucking effect was amazing. That like pink explosion that like radiated out from him. Amazing. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones was clearly not on the set that day. Get <laughs> 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 Take. I take. will point out. Filzy was the one who found and prepped the laser, so he really kind of did most of the heavy lifting. Howard no, just kind of drove this I, thing around. I am. Are you trying to give Filzy credit for anything? <laughs> for literally that. anything? Yes. Yes. And now he mini guns. Now he's like, hey, that's cool that they don't need Leah Thompson anymore. Yeah, I know. They yeah. can just come in full form, right? Yeah, like really, well, like guess- the whole point is like, well, now there's no humans nearby. We can just turn it off and call it a day. <laughs> So, do they get sent back, or did he just die in our atmosphere? It looked like they were being. <laughs> They're sent just in back. orbit right now. Yeah, just space. Yeah. Just into space. Out there. Gotcha. Yeah, in the sequel, now like a, Tesla, they can in drive the sequel, around. They were going to hit the Hubble. Yeah, but unlike a duck, Dark Lords of the over, uh, Universe can't survive in the vacuum of space. Have we put? Okay. Ever, yeah, everyone knows that. Important scientific question: Have we ever actually put a duck in space? Dogs, yes. Chimps, yes. Ducks. Ah, uh, I don't know. I bet I bet they might have been included in the animals. Like, you know, when they sent Strelka and Delka up, there was a lot of other animals on it's that. It's kind of uh, like that, that, that weird arc at the end of Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow where they just load two of every animal up and shoot them into space. I forgot about that. Does that happen? You forgot, that a, you forgot about something from Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow? I, I saw the movie. I can confirm that. I literally I remember have... nothing about it. Yeah, I've also seen that movie and also can confirm I remember zero about it. It's a moderate. American astronauts brought 32 chicken embryos to space on a space shuttle flight. Have we considered that maybe ducks have gone 
onto they just space bring on eggs? their own. Is that what they're saying? They say chicken embryos. Mm. They do not say eggs. I mean, you you know that uh that that birds have hollow bones, so maybe they can fly fast enough to escape oh, the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I mean, isn't that what a duck's quack is? It's breaking the sound barrier, right? Yeah, it's like a, the tip yeah. of a whip. Yeah, exactly. Adult birds have not been taken to space and would not be able to fly outside of a space station. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Are you saying that they can only fly inside of a space station? Because I have song, seen many song, birds that song, were everyone, of a space song. station. Song, shut up, everyone! Shut up! The best song in the world's playing. And I'm not hearing it because I don't have any sound on. <laughs> you can read the I've seen Wayne's though. World. I know what this is like. Also a great song. I love that song. That's a great song. That song is great. This song is also great. Leah Thompson definitely playing that Les Paul. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's done joined the human race. They call him Howard the Duck. Is he, like, no. at this point, has he become a naturalized With citizen? With a feathered touch, I love him. Does he, does like he in Mac and me. Is a Stephanie, it's like in Mac and me when the, at the end the aliens became citizens. Don't talk. I really, I did not expect that to be how that Spoiler movie Spoiler alert. That was a real, that was, that was a big surprise. I did not know that. Q-Egg, ready, Q-Egg, go. <laughs> you don't have that one. Who Tim this? Robbins is not prepared to handle this situation. No. <laughs> he froze. Filzy. Fight, flight, or freeze. Way to go, Filzy. You froze. <laughs> no, no, he didn't freeze. He had that guitar oh, already. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Good thing he, he had a tiny guitar ready for him. Like any good duck. His ducks fly. What would it have been to be an extra on the set this day? <laughs> I think everyone on this set is an extra. This is clearly from the Back to the Future universe. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or is it from the Bill and Ted universe? They're performing uh, at Biff's Casino. I don't know. Do we know for a fact they're different universes? I mean, too. Bill and Ted but does Vanilla indicate time travel, on. which would indicate the ability to hop timelines. But, no. But Bill and Ted's... Uh, Bill and Ted time travel is, like, self-consistent. They're, I don't think it, they're capable of creating paradoxes the way that... Uh, Back to the Future time travel function. Got a point. Yeah, well, I think we it's, haven't I think seen it's the same thus as far. Maybe into Turtle time travel, right? Third Bill and Ted movie. That's that's true. Yes, that may it's in pre-production been. right now. It looks like yeah. it's actually going to be a thing. It's been in pre-production for ten years. Whoa, At least. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Miles Chapin is credited as Duck Coach. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Wait, was Miles Chapin the dad in uh Yeah, he was here in Chapin. Cats in the he Cradle? Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His boy okay. was just like he. 